Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to stand beside the sacred, behind the sacred desk this morning and preach to the True Vine Pentecostal Church and all of our awesome online viewers. If you would remain standing and turn into your Bibles, Exodus Exodus 17, verses 10 through 12. Exodus, 7, Exodus 17, 10 through 12. We'll actually start reading at verse 8, 8 through 12. While the people of Israel were still at Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hurd climbed to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hands, the Israelites had the advantage. But when he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired, he could, not, he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hurd found a stone. Somebody say, found a stone. Found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses holding his hands. So his hands held him steady until the sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in the battle. Amen, amen. This morning's title is showing up there. All you need is the rock. All you need is the rock. Amen. Why don't we continue? Let's give the Lord a, some prayer and praise this morning, asking to, to anoint our hearts as the word comes forth, Lord. Touch our ears, touch our hearts. God, move, God. We ask that you would move through your word just as powerful as we did in your worship today. In Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. All you need is the rock. Jesus Christ, our rock. We read as Paul writes in Ephesus, in Ephesians 2, 19 through 21. Now, therefore, ye know... Ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. We read in Matthew 24 and 27, and this is the easy-to-read version. Whoever hears these teachings of mine and obeys them as like as the wise man who built his house on a rock. It rained hard, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against the house, but it did not fall because it was built on the rock. Somebody say, on the rock. Whoever hears these teachings of mine and does not obey them is like a foolish man who's built his house on the sand. It rained hard, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a loud crash. This morning, all we need is the rock. This message, Pastor, was built in my room while I was in quarantine about a month or so ago. God has worked on my heart 
It, this word has started probably about six months ago, actually, whenever I got a thought, all you need is the rock. And in this Bible verse and in quarantine, about a month ago, I had nowhere to go, Brother John, but sit inside my room because I was in quarantine. But that's a nice place to be. There's nobody can come in. Nobody wants to come in. And I'm not wanting to go out. But me and the Lord had our time. He says, all you need is the rock. And I grabbed a hold of his word and his promises to bring to you this morning. On August 1992, Hurricane Andrew was a powerful and destructive Cat 5 hurricane in the Atlantic. Getting ready to crash in on the Bahamas and the southern state of Florida. The southern tip of Florida. This is the most devastating hurricane of its time. It affected... Yes, in Florida, hundreds and thousands of people. Cat 5 hurricane, over 165, 175 mile an hour winds, hitting the southeast coast of our state. The effects of Hurricane Andrew in Florida proved to be at the time the costliest disaster in the state's history, damaging 27.3 billion dollars worth of damage one of the lowest pressures the atmospheric pressures of a hurricane was 922 metric bars of atmospheric pressure that this hurricane brought hurricane andrew formed from a tropical wave in, on august 16th of 1992 but it landed on the florida coast on august 24 at a cat five strong winds from the hurricanes significantly affected four counties in the state which damaged or destroyed over 730,000 homes and buildings while leaving more than over a million without power. The storm surge had a 17-foot storm surge on the, co on the coast, and without a doubt, Hurricane Andrew was the most devastating storm in history. It was the most devastating storm, and after that storm, they looked at the Florida building codes and had to change the building codes because of Hurricane Andrew. They called them the Andrew Hurricane Codes in building. They had a change of how many anchors are put into the foundation of the exterior walls. They had to put how many staples or nails are put actually on the shingles and how many straps are tied to the stud walls on the interior and the trusses. It changed the whole building code of the time and this morning i come to say that we need to be anchored to the foundation a little bit better in our lives the windows had to have a higher tolerance and load tolerance because of the amount of wind but we must be planted as psalm says like we have to be planted like a tree near the rivers of living water our roots have to be embedded into the rock see the pressures of life and the storms of life may come but if you're anchored to the rock, all you need is the rock. The rock outlasts the storms. This morning you may be experiencing hurricane winds of life, but the rock is unmovable. It's unshakable. I said the rock is unmovable and it's unshakable. 
All you need is the rock. Just a few verses before our opening scripture, the children of Israel were whining about being thirsty and complaining and asking why Moses had brought them out of Egypt. And God tells Moses to smite the rock and let the people drink. Even in the midst of our pity party, the rock supplies all of our needs. Even when life has us looking back and the enemy wants nothing better than for you to turn your back on the rock, the rock is supplying all you need. And in our verses 8 through 12, we have here the story of Joshua battling the Amalekites to convince Israel that the hand of Moses, who they had been just now been berating him, they'd just been berating Moses, why did you bring me here? And to convince Israel that the hand of Moses contributed more than to their safety than their own hands, his rod than their sword. The success rises and falls as, as Moses lifts up and lets down his hands. It seems the scale wavered for some time before it turned to Israel's side. Back and forth they battled, back and forth they battled. And when he could not stand any longer, they had to sit him on a rock. See, they, they didn't have a chair. They didn't say, Moses, sit in your nice, easy chair. Oh, here's a, here's a log. But they said, no, you have to be set on a rock. They set him on a rock. Aaron and Hur, they were great men, great faithful men. But they could only take him so far with his strength, Pastor. It, it took a rock to secure him. It took a rock to... To keep his strength up. And the rock will give you strength that you never had. Christ is both to us our Joshua, the captain of our salvation who fights our battles. And he's our Moses who in the heavens our lives and making intercession for us that our faith faileth not. And when our fight is gone, when our fight is gone, the rock keeps on fighting. When you think you don't have strength to keep on fighting, the rock keeps on fighting. When you think there's no peace in your home and you can't understand it, he gives you peace that passes all understanding. I'm talking about the rock. The rock is all we need, church. It's the rock that, it's David. He killed Goliath with the rock. They try to put the armor on him. They said, David, here's your sword. Here's, a, here's your, uh, some armor. David said, no, all I need is the rock. Church, all we need is the rock. You're fighting giants this morning. You're fighting giants of fear. You're fighting giants of depression. You're fighting marital giants. You're fighting giants of past failure, family strife, spiritual attacks. And I come to tell you, just as David said, hey, I don't need any of that. All I need is the rock. This morning, church, all we need is the rock. I don't know what giants you're fighting, but I'm telling you, you, all you need is one rock. His name is Jesus Christ. He stands the test of time. And this morning, grab a hold of the rock. The enemy is putting severe spiritual attacks on our home. Spiritual attacks all over in our households. We thought January 1st at 12.01 a.m., all of our problems were going to be gone. They're still here. Spiritual attacks. And this past week, before our, on our last community group, 
in our Bible study, I was teaching, we're teaching on 1st, 2nd Peter and James. And 2nd Peter talks about the false prophets. God gave me revelation talking about a false prophet being the spirit of adultery. But that wasn't the revelation. And I didn't know if I was going to even bring this up this morning, but I believe I need to bring it up. Because the enemy, all he wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy. And we are the bride of Christ. He is our groom. And this is the revelation that God gave me while I was talking here for the Wilford, teaching the word. He is our groom. We are his bride. And the spirit of adultery doesn't mean, hey, I'm looking at some good-looking blonde chick. Or, I, or you're looking, you ladies are looking at some good-looking buff dude. No, I'm talking about spiritual adultery. Where our eyes are not on him, but they're off on wandering and things of this world. I'm telling you, folks, we need the rock. The bride needs to get their eyes set on the rock. Get their eyes set on the rock. See, the enemy wants your eyes to look to and fro. And the, this world is throwing bling out here and bling out here and making it, trying to entice us, entice us. But I'm telling you, it's no time for spiritual authority into the, in the church. There's no time for spiritual adultery, excuse me, in the church. It's time to get our eyes set on Jesus Christ. So you are my rock. You are everything I need. You are all I wanted. You are all I search for. You're everything that I think about when I wake up in the morning. When I'm at noontime, you're all I think about. When I lay my head at night, God, you're all I want to be beside me. It is you and only you. All you need is the rock, precious saints of God. We need to get bold in the Holy Ghost. We need to walk with spiritual authority in our homes. We need to claim spiritual authority in our households. We're trying to pull in everything from outside this world. I want to go back to the hurricane. There's hurricane preparedness. We know weeks and days in advance before the hurricane hits. And there's some things that we prepare. We prepare our homes for the winds. We take all the, or they take all the, the patio furniture off and bring it inside and put it in the garage. They take all the ornaments off the outside, the decorative ornaments off the outside, even if it's sitting on the front porch or the back porch, and put it in a secure spot inside. See, because it's not attached to the rock. Because when the winds, when the winds blow at 125, 145 miles an hour, that ornament, that front lawn ornament is just going to blow God's not looking for ornaments. He's looking for a church that's anchored into him. He's looking for a church that's embedded inside of him. He's looking for the saints of the Most High to be embedded inside of him. God's not looking for ornaments to look pretty on our front porches. He's looking for the church of the Most High to be embedded in the rock. See, that's what this world, this world is determined, and they want to see you embedded in the rock. They, they need you. They need you. They need to see your faith not wavering. 
They need to see your countenance with that smile. Hey, because all Hades is breaking loose and all those storms of life is going on, but you're steadfast and you're firm on the rock. That's what they need to see. And if you're here today and you've been traveling this Christian road for a long time, but you find yourself as just an ornament on the porch, today's your day to be embedded inside the rock. Matthew 16, 18 and 19 reads, And I saw also unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The rock, the rock, the rock conquered death, hell, and the grave. You are victorious because of the rock. You are more than a conqueror because of the rock. You are binding things in your home, in your families, in your marriages because of the rock. You are losing peace and joy and love and miracles and signs and wonders because of the rock. And it's time to start binding and loosing inside your homes because of the rock. Over the past, and I know Pastor continues to mention it, over the past 12 months, We've been in the pandemic. What have you let loose in your homes that you need to bind? What things, hey, I've let, I've let this loose in my home because I really wasn't secure in the middle of the pandemic. I really wasn't anchored in the middle of the pandemic and I wasn't embedded into the foundation of but I've let things loose inside my homes. Well, in the name of the rock, in the name of Jesus Christ, we're going to start binding things in our homes. We're going to start claiming and binding things in our marriages, in our relationships. Amen? Amen. Amen. Second Samuel 22 reads, And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The God of my rock, I will trust in him. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge, my Savior that saveth me from violence. Amen. The rock is all you need this morning. The psalmist says, he has set my feet upon a rock. He is only my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Are you set on the rock this morning? All you need is the rock. Genesis 28 reads, And Jacob went unto Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and laid down in the place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set on the earth, and at the top of it to the, would reach to heaven. And behold, the angel of God ascended and was ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, 
thy father and the God of Isaac, the land where thou liest, and thee will I give it into thy seed. Jacob, we have here, he's departing from his father's house. He was embarrassing, embarrassingly flying from his home. And for fear of being pursued or waylaid by his vindictive brother, he did not take the common road, but went the lonely and unfrequent path, which increased his strength to get to his journey, his length to get to his journey. But see, when he couldn't go any further, when Jacob couldn't go any further, Brother John, when he was fearing for his life, when he got tired and said, hey, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. But I'm laying my heads on the rock. I'm laying my head on the rock. I'm, I'm putting my head and all my heart, and I'm laying it on the rock. And what happened? God showed up. I said, God showed up. It matters where we lay our head. It matters what we're putting in our head and what we're listening to and, and whose voice we're allowing into our head. Jacob laid his head on the rock. When troubled times come, all you need is the rock. When you can't understand, all, all you need is the rock. See, Samson, he laid his head on Delilah's lap. Of course, you know the rest of the story. It matters where we lay our head. It matters what we allow into our ears, into our hearts, into our eyes. This morning, all you need is the rock. And this morning, as we wrap up, this Sunday morning, Moses' arms, they soon became so tired, he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hurd found the stone to sit him on. It's been 12 months of COVID, and we've experienced stress, strife, heartache, pain, even had to deal with death, even, even me. In the middle of COVID, I really didn't know how emotional I was going to get here. So the first Sunday I preached that my grandmother wasn't watching. Even in the middle of all chaos, Sister Durant, we made it. Sister Danielle, we made it. Brother John, we made it. Because we're standing on the rock. I said because we're standing on the rock. See what the enemy had for evil, God turned for good. See, we're stronger, we're more desperate for the word, we're more desperate for his move. We know nothing's gonna shake us, we're determined. There's no wind, there's no wave, there's no stress, there's no pressure. We made it, church, we made it. Oh, why don't you stand and give the Lord a hand clap of praise? We are more than conquerors because all we need is the rock. I said all we need is the rock. He's everything that we search for. He's everything that we long for. And he is all we need. Amen, amen, amen.
Amen. If you're not, if you find yourself here and you've not made that decision to stand on the rock, if you're watching online or viewing online, you're saying, Brother Blair, I don't even know what you're talking about, a rock. Let me tell you, Jesus Christ, he's our rock. He's the one that we embed ourselves in, we plant ourselves on. And he will take you through every trial, every test of life. He'll make a way when there seems no way. And when you feel yourself at your loneliest point, your darkest and ugliest point of life, and nobody shows up, the rock shows up. He shows up in a big way. And that's when you know he's all you need. That's whenever you know he's everything that you search for. That's when you know, hey, it's just you and me. Babe, come on up here. Come on up here. My wife hates this. Sister babe, I'm sorry. She hates this. I'll pay for this and I get home. But I'm all right because I think you need to see. She knows. I'm not going anywhere. I know that scares her probably. But she knows I'm not going anywhere. It's just her and I. He needs to know. He needs to know. It's just you and me. See, and this right here, we can't do it without him. We can't do it without him. You can't do it without him. Church, we can't do it without him. Thank you. Brother Andrew, it's just me and you, my brother. But we can't do it without him. We can't do it without him. And as you grow, some people are going to talk into your life. But as Joshua did, keep your head. Keep your head and your heart planted to the rock. See, because we can't do it without him. Brother and Sister Williford, we can't do it without him. Brother Markwell, all these years, we can't do it without him. Shekinah, I'll speak to our young people now. This world is trying to pull our young people away. The cameramen are hating me right now. But you can't do it without him. Young people, you can't do it without him. This world will try to pull you in all kind of directions. And they'll try to put all their fancy spins on it. But all you need is rock. All you need is the rock. All we need is Jesus Christ. We've seen over 12 months, we've never had a pandemic. We've never had a pandemic in our history, Pastor. We've never had to deal with a pandemic. And what the enemy thought, he was just going to bury the church. 
the church came out on top. We didn't come out just to where we were. I said, we come out on top, stronger than ever before. Because we knew, hey, yeah, we got the vaccines, we got the stimulus, but all we needed was the rock. All we needed was the rock. Why don't we worship our God, worship with the worship team, and give the rock some praise and worship that he deserves today. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.